Peace and blessings, tribe. This is your girl Shakayla with another episode of The Soup. So yes, I took a week off just so I could just digress and just relax and so I could enjoy the Father's Day weekend that just passed. I did all of the above. Now it's time for me to get back to this podcast series. It is really important that I share these women with you in this series because I want you to know that you are not alone, that, that what you're going through is not unique. Um, what you're going through is important and what you're going through, there is someone that went through it that has insights and strategies on how they can build up and level up and how they have become successful. So with this series, I want you to use it as, oh my goodness, they're gems. These ladies that I connected with are dropping gems with you and teaching you how to level up and how to build something and just do things that are different from your norm. Whatever your norm is, I want you to destroy that norm core and really start to rebuild and refurnish how you want to view your success. All right. So this next amazing lady that I had a chance to interview, her name is Kishira from Her Movement. She is based out in Pittsburgh. She is fantastic. Not only is she an author but she is a brand strategist and she is the chief bombshell of life of a bombshell cosmetics she is fantastic she is definitely a serial entrepreneur who was building up bossing up leveling up and staying and slaying in her lane i do not want to steal any more of her shine she has her own limelight and she just really oh my goodness she just really gives you a word in this interview and when I tell you when I edited this I felt like yes I got a chance to really restructure how I see myself and how I see my success so if you're ready keep listening keep tuning in and I'm telling you you will get your life all right y'all peace peace and blessings y'all it's your girl Shakela with the soup and in this series clearly it's we we're going back to back to back to back to back with great speakers, great entrepreneurs, bloggers, tastemakers. We're going so I'm going in for y'all. I'm going in. So the next lady that I want to introduce to you is Kishira of her of her movement. She is this is her movement. Let me get that right. This is her movement. If you do not know who she is, she is the chief bombshell. I need you to get with it, okay? We actually have been connected for some time now because of course we're in the space. We're creating content. I can't remember how we got officially officially connected but since then we've always been connected with one of his brands and have been very um basically very in tune with each other's brands and i tell you she is like another mentor in my head she really bosses up based out in pittsburgh right yes ma'am yes yes so before i can like i'm gonna before i even read her i'm gonna need y'all to I, I want her to introduce herself because i can talk about her for hours and hours and hours welcome kishara thank you so much for um, coming in and like interviewing me today. Please introduce yourself, introduce your platform. I'm super excited for you to be here. Well, first of all, you know I stand for you, so thank you for having me. Um, I so she you. doesn't remember it, but I do. I was a fan. <laughs> and I remember people were actually retweeting, like, I don't know, I don't know if you still do this, because I know Instagram is becoming your new fave, but you always tweet like these affirmational things and they were just so encouraging people would always retweet you and so I followed you and I just you know I was a fan I remember we had like those dope shirts like it was just amazing so I know we had a chance to collaborate a couple of months ago and it was amazing and it's important to me because in this space and we may get into this later but I feel like not everyone that preaches empowerment is really about it so mm, when I yes. think 
And when people like you come around and they really mean, like, I latch on, like, I am a fan, you know? So um, I'm just thankful for this opportunity. But for those that don't know me, hello, my name is Kashira. I am the creator of Her Movement, which is a blog that's taken a life of its own. I started it um, almost four years ago as a career and personal branding blog because I was side hustling and writing resumes and LinkedIn profiles with my friends who took jobs straight out of college that they didn't like and they wanted to rebrand themselves and ultimately entrepreneurs started reaching out to me. So I actually used to write LinkedIn profiles for entrepreneurs to brand their businesses. And that transitioned into doing social media, which transitioned into other things. So now I have a full-on brand agency called the KSM Group. And I particularly like to work with creative um, small business owners and freelancers on their brand strategy as it relates to digital marketing, as well as marketing yourself online, which I feel like is a lost art a little bit. Um, but the Her Movement blog has grown to talk not only about career development and personal branding, but about business in general. We have all kinds of articles, over, at least over 100 articles out there on branding yourself in your nine to five, you know, breaking a glass ceiling, side hustling, mm. time management, all kinds of things. And I'm fortunate where now I have a team of contributors that helps me keep it consistent. Her Movement has a podcast of its own called the bombshell diaries there's a youtube channel um live stream and then my favorite part of the blog is the her movement facebook group which is a community of over a thousand women that just share freely i allow self-promotion in my group and we actually rarely get it isn't that interesting right <laughs> um because the group is full of the right people and we also have a monthly twitter chat where we talk about different topics i believe you shakayla was a guest in one of my twitter chats as well and we had yes featured in Ebony Magazine a couple of months ago as one of their favorite Black Twitter chats. So shout out to Melissa Kimball. Love her at Black Creative for that hookup. Um, but she is yeah, fantastic, yes. Yes, she is. That's my boo. Um, and then most notably, um, Life of the Bombshell Cosmetics, my passion project. Um, I launched yes, this past Oh, my passion project. Oh, girl, the time, the money, the sweat, the tears. But... I was something that I've been secretly wanting to do for a long time and finally realized that I had the money to fund it um, and right. got ended. So, and I know we'll talk more about that later, but that is my, my full on bio and Murphy Crothers would kill me if I didn't say I'm also an author. So Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. So, just, yeah. oh, yes. That's me. That's fantastic. Me. <laughs> and you know what? I really feel like, you know, you, there's a wave, and, and you can attest to this. Just like with Twitter, like, there's a, it, there's a whole new wave of new wave entrepreneurs and bloggers. I feel like, I'm telling you, like, even a year ago, even six months ago, the game has completely changed. I feel like we come from this space where we really have relied on Twitter chats. We really have used social media, um, particularly Instagram, as a way to cultivate a story and not just be showy offy like, oh, I'm going to, to, to the Bahamas and I'm getting my free ticket comps. But we actually have, and that's dope too, but like we actually are building stories, right? But it all started somewhere. And I feel like we come from that where it's just like we were side hustling 
to get to where we were now. And I feel like the art of side hustling has been lost because I feel like these new wave um, bloggers are focused in on, okay, how can I make me a cool thousand dollars, a cool million off of this side hustle? And I'm like, you're, you're forgetting, you're forgetting the purpose. The reason why you should be side hustling, yes, is to be putting those coins in your pocket, but for you to also be figuring out what is your next game plan? What is your next step? So I would love to talk you more like talk with you more about that like how did you go from writing LinkedIn profiles for entrepreneurs to being your own entrepreneur launching a cosmetic line an author someone who has been featured in, in things like Fast Company and Essence Magazine how how has how have those side hustles influenced what you're doing today yeah so first of all let's I just want to clear I want to tell people that entrepreneurship is not just something you do because it's popular or because it's cute. It's hard yes. work. It's absolutely hard work, and there is nothing wrong with side hustling forever. We live in an economy where you need multiple streams of income to make mm -hmm. do, just, just to make do. And to be honest with you, health insurance, okay, let's talk about it, right? Like, Come on, you know, let's do it, yes. The of a nine-to-five is health insurance and a 401k, and at least you know, which you, I'm sure you know, and when your business ebbs and flows, you still have consistent money coming in to at least make sure you have somewhere to live. So I don't want people to feel like they have to hurry up and just rush off the bandwagon um, because everybody's not built to not know where their next bill's coming from, you know? <laughs> like, it's just, that's not something that you should be in a rush to do. So absolutely take your time. You are not on a time clock where if you don't quit your job by 30, you're a failure. Let's just get that straight. Okay, first of all, come so, on. Right. Yeah. Now that I'm done preaching, um, so true story. I had no plans of being in business. I had no plans of making my side hustle legit for real. Just being honest with you, mm -hmm. I was charged for resumes because I had so many people calling me. So when I was in college, I was in a business administration program, and I actually worked in my college career center because um, I was one really good at career development stuff. I had I was fortunate to do a lot of those programs where you would go and meet with companies, whatever. But I needed a job. I was poor, like you know, I'm, I was a poor college right. student, and you know, came from a middle class family where there weren't any extra coins. So I needed a job, and I was too rich for financial aid, but too broke to pay for my own education. Come <laughs> so on now, please say that again. Study. Yes. So I, so I was really close to my director of the career center and she was able to find some budget to hire me and which paid more than work study. So that was a blessing in itself. So then I graduated college and I moved to Pittsburgh. I'm originally from Chicago. I moved here to work for PNC Bank, which is headquartered here. And they had an HR leadership development program. So I was working in right. recruiting, training, facilitation. So of course, when your friends think of career stuff they're going to call their HR friend and one of my story sisters would say to me people are going to take advantage of you because you're doing this stuff before you need to start charging you need to start you know getting your worth so I love makeup prices for Kayla like every time my ex probably was a different fee no matter what like yes. fee. I was like, <laughs> and I put up the blog and I put up a cute little services page and I was you know getting money here and there but I, I had no plans of making this a legit I had no LLC like I had no plans of being like I was a freelancer you know and yes. I, I remember vividly the turning point was when a woman reached out to me on LinkedIn and she said, you know, my son, she was, she's maybe twice my age, right? Her right. son was in, was at Hampton in the same program I did. She's like, so my son's connected to you. I've seen the work that you're doing. So thankfully, I was smart enough at this time and take notes creative 
even if you're doing work for free, get public testimonials. I was asking people yeah. to write public recommendations for me on my LinkedIn profile. You guys can go on my profile right now and see I have 25 public recommendations on LinkedIn profile. Wow. All from things I wrote, LinkedIn profiles I wrote, and, and talks that I would do. So even though I wasn't smart enough to have a real price list, I was smart enough to get public receipts. So she was like, I mm. see all this stuff on LinkedIn. I want you to write mine, but I'm an entrepreneur. And she wasn't just any entrepreneur. She was in the event planning space. She had worked with Coca-Cola, Oprah, wow. SFS. Like, she was top notch. So I, right. like, started researching, figuring out how to make this work for her. I did it for her. Helped her with social media. So she started referring me to all her entrepreneur friends. So I was writing profiles for other people, authors, all kinds of stuff. And that to me, just really helped me spread my ways because I knew a lot, but that meant, okay, I have to go out and learn. And the fact that even though I still had a full-time job that required me to travel, I was still making time to do these things, doing them on time. I was researching and I was enjoying what I was doing. So it just kind of evolved as my clients grew and my interest grew. I just evolved and shifted with it. And I just started to learn. One of the things my mentors would tell me at the PNC was, you know, trust that process. And I trusted yeah. it, and, and it, and things are fell into place. Like I, I can't sit here and lie and say three years ago I just knew that in 2017 that I was going to be an author and doing all of this stuff. Like I had no clue. My goal, right. my career goal, was to be a chief diversity officer. That was my goal. <laughs> right. But you know what? I, I love, I love the fact that because people tell me, like I say, I tell people that I'm a journey woman. I, I I've been everywhere everywhere and have done a lot of things and have experienced a lot and have learned a lot you understand because it's just like I knew early on when I started this eight years ago I had no intention of like you I had no intention of being an entrepreneur I knew that when I was eight years old that I understood what it meant and that I wanted to be an entrepreneur as far as like you know, for, but I, I had that, you know how different companies want, want, to ha- want you to have like an entrepreneurial spirit. That is what I was thinking. I was like, I was going for a company. They're going to like ship me over the world. They're going to help me travel. That's what I thought as a little kid. That's what I wanted. So when I started mm-hmm. blogging, I purely did it because it was a great way for me to release and a great way for me to build community. So I understood the value of community building early on, even before people started to talk about it, right? Um, so I yep. think that's the big thing in these roles of actually listening before you even, sometimes you don't know what your purpose is, right? You don't know what your purpose mm-hmm. is. So if you're listening to this and we're talking about stay and slay in your lane, you're like, well, I don't know what my purpose is. What would be your, what would be the first like three tips you would give someone to, as far as like helping them find their purpose? Oh, girl, and I actually taught a class on this, and I don't even think it's still on YouTube anymore. Um, Ah. But I always say, um, and if you're listening to this and you really want it, I'll dig it up for you. It won't be a a fee for it, so you can email me. But anyway, um, the first thing I always say, and I say this in my branding talk, is you have to understand the difference between a passion and a purpose, right? So your Mm -hmm. passion is for you. Your purpose is for them, them being the people that you serve. That's the first differentiator. So I always want people to look at these three things. Number one, what's something that you do no matter how much, how much or how little you'll get paid? So what will you do for free? If I had no budget, would you still do this for me? Right? That's number one. Number two, what are, what is the, what are the things or what is something that you will do no matter how tired you are? Because that's a real yes. determining factor, right? And then three, 
of those first two things you identified, which of those can you actually turn into a viable business model? Because some purpose is some purpose, some passion projects, those things can be just volunteering in your community and that can fulfill you, right? But other things are meant to be a social enterprise, a blog, a new business, you know, freelance work, et cetera. But the purpose is, unlike a passion, a purpose has to be something viable that you can execute. Because if it's for them, that means something that you have to execute and it it has impact. But your passion for knitting is just your passion for knitting. But if your passion is to protect the homeless people from the cold, Mm. then that entwines your passion and your purpose. So now you've created a social enterprise or 501c3 that allows you to execute that passion and use your purpose to do it on a larger scale. Right. Oh, I love it. I love that so much because... Like I said, with these, and it's no shade, I am not very much older than some of these new bloggers and entrepreneurs or or bloggers who are aspiring to be entrepreneurs who are coming out into the industry. But I feel like the the wave of folks that came out during our time who were like blogging, focusing, focusing in on really honing in their skills, what would you say that every everyone listening to this, no matter what industry they're in, what are five tools or five resources or five skill sets what are just five things this person needs to have to be a dynamic whether they want to be a dynamic career woman career uh career man or they want to be a dynamic entrepreneur five they have to be a self-starter it's just like what i tell my instagram followers on instagram stories about me and my this weight loss situation like girl it's just it's discipline like <laughs> there is yes. nothing stopping me from I don't have an injury. It's just discipline, right? Like you have to be same goals for your career, right? Like what are you doing when people aren't looking over your shoulder? The next mm-hmm. piece you want to have is integrity. And I build and I build authenticity into integrity because you have to be trustworthy. Once you break people's mm-hmm. trust, it's, it's very, very hard to get it back. And that's right. why, especially in our case, once you get exposed for scamming, like dog, it's done. It's over for that. So, right. um, same with corporate America. Corporate America isn't as big as you think. And word travels. People do reference checks, even if it's not formal. People will. My, when I right. left PNC and went to my next job, my manager was, went to high school with my former manager's husband. Like, that's how, how little separation there is between people, you know? So if she needed an extra reference on me, she could have easily got that, you know? So right. you have to in the, the bargain and I am swift to say thank you but no thank you because my yes. brand is also impacted by who I collaborate with come on now come on and you're, spe- you're speaking yes th- this is correct yes um the third thing you want to have is a spirit for continuous learning and that mm. just means don't ever get don't ever think you're too big to learn something new I'm forever able to learn something mm-hmm. from them and it's to copy please know it is not to copy people it's just to stay sharp it's someone yes. who's releasing a book very similar to mine in the same month and so Ooh, having the yes. experience of continuous learning and continuing development you don't take classes and courses to duplicate them you take classes and courses to learn new techniques and implement them there is a difference yes yes the Come next thing that yes <laughs> 
the next thing you need, and this is for my side hustlers and entrepreneurs out there, is you have to have what's called a unique value proposition. And I talk about this mm. a lot in my book. Um, unique value proposition who had to do this activity in simplistic terms. If you compare Max to Urban Decay, I shouldn't have to mm. dig to figure out what Max value proposition is versus what Urban Decay is. Like, what's their right. best-selling product compared to their best-selling product? And I wear both brands, but there are certain things that I buy from each one. But both of those brands are still getting my money. And when you think right. about business like that, people can support you and other people too. So you have to Come get on. clear on what makes you unique. And when you do that, you have more confidence and you're not as worried about what the next girl or boy is doing on social media. You're, you're focused, on you're, you're, you know what, what, what drives you. Um, and then the last thing is you need a network. And take it from me as an introvert who is shy and slightly antisocial. <laughs> um, you need a strong <laughs> yeah. network. And that's where social media has really benefited me because, granted, I go to networking events all the time because I have to, but social media has allowed me to connect with people who are like me, who have similar interests as me, or who have, you know, passions like mine, but maybe they're in a different industry. And I mentioned Mercy Carruthers earlier. If you don't know her, she's a best-selling author, has over 30 books. She started her career in the yeah. urban fiction industry. and we connected. She reached out to me via email, like, hey, I just want to connect with you. And this is probably one of my closest friends. And I've never met her. In wow. Never and met that's her. That's the beauty. Still so, yes. She's I can text us. I need to FaceTime you. We can all FaceTime and we both run through ideas, you know, support each other, go support, you know, and like, especially if, if you're in a place where you don't have that kind of support in your town or in your community, you can find that online. But you cannot have this spirit of, I'm just going to build by myself. I'm going to go at it alone. I'm just going to show everybody that they're wrong. You don't have to because there's some, there are so many people on this planet. There has to be someone that you can vibe with and gel with. And that's where Twitter chats and Facebook communities and Instagram hashtags, like all of that helps you bridge gaps and find connections. And you have to learn how to build. You get so much more exposure anyway from collaborating with people authentically and building with them. And it just makes it even more rewarding. So if you're someone that's maybe shyer to yourself, I have two blog posts on thisisharmovement.com about networking. I have a search bar. So if you go to the site, just type in networking. I have two articles. One is called um, How I Conquered My Shyness and Dominated Networking. And the second yeah. one is called How to Network When You Don't Have Time. Those, like that first one went viral on LinkedIn. I, got, I think it got like 50,000 views within two days. Yes, I, I know I that's right. Over, I reposted it over on LinkedIn, which is a side trick. You can repost your content on LinkedIn to get more views. I'm just saying. Um, but those yes. two resources are out there for you if you're someone that networking kind of makes your stomach hurt a little bit. So those are my tips. So to summarize, number one was discipline. Two, integrity. Three, a spirit for continuous learning. Four, your unique value proposition. And number five, your network. Right. You know what? Th that was food. So if I'm going to let y'all know, if y'all are not taking notes or taking this in or taking this podcast seriously, I'm going to need you to get your mind right. Go ahead and pause, you know, pause, then come back and replay it. Because these are some gems that 
that basically she may only share with only her tribe exclusively or with clients. So this is your moment where you are actually learning from Kishara because these are the things I'm like, dang, I didn't even think about unique brand proposition until at this moment, you know, especially from the space of advertising and social media management and marketing, that sometimes we forget that those, we think those big pillar ideas don't apply to our small brands, but they do. You just have to figure out ways that, cater to your business that cater to your audience right so in your journey of like finding your voice finding your brand wealth and finding your tribe who would you say would be like your mentors I know you you shared some of them on this call but who would be like your go-to mentors whether they be people that you've met online people you've never ever talked to or connected with who are like your go-to mentors yeah, and that's so funny. Um, I, I don't have any direct mentors anymore in the entrepreneurial space. I have them in corporate. In entrepreneurship, I found it more difficult. So I've relied on peer mentoring. So people who mm-hmm. are maybe on my level, maybe a little bit ahead of me, because I definitely look at yeah. someone as super way accomplished. Um, but I, I, but in the sense of we're pretty much because I can still help her. So definitely Mercy B. Carruthers. The website is mercybcarruthers.com. Um, she has some awesome books on how to write your first book. So I definitely recommend checking her out. The next is Tara Jones. She's a personal finance coach. Her website is yourprettypennies.com. These two, I actually did a group message with them. They didn't even know that I put them in a group chat because when I launched my first group coaching program and it sold out at 24 hours, my, my, my fans were like, my, my faves, they were like upset with me because I had only put an X amount of spots. And they were like, open up right. more spots. And I was worried because this was my first group program. I'm like, can I even handle this? And they, I had to talk to, them, talk to them about it. And they convinced me to open up more spots. And those made me spots sold out again. So, mm. you know, those, those moments are where they came in handy, you know, when it comes to these decisions that I need to make. I don't know what to do. Um, and then it's right. the mentors that have not met people that I look up to. My absolute favorite person right now is Erica Nicole. She is the founder of YFS Magazine, which stands for Young, Fabulous, and Self-Employed. She Mm -hmm. has an awesome, groundbreaking interview on a podcast called Behind the Brilliance with Lisa Nicole Bell. If you listen to the Erica Nicole interview, what I tell you is going to change your life. And even Lisa Nicole Bell, who's interviewed some amazing people, have said that's her highest rated episode. Like, Erica works in advertising in New York, has this lavish life. She wanted to create this, like, platform, which, of course, has venture capital behind it. And Richard Branson was one of the first people to back her and support her. And wow. she now, she, of course, still has this company. She moved, She sacrificed, moved to Dallas so she could have a cheaper cost of living to fund her venture. And now she speaks all over the world at global conferences and she's sitting on on panels with Richard Branson. Like, how do you headline a conference with a woman of color in Turkey? Like, are you serious right now? Like, and the cool thing come on is now. she knows success with her. <laughs> like, come on now, come through. Yes. She's not too good to tweet me back or comment on Instagram, she's on my Instagram, or, or reply to me on hers. She's actually allowed me to interview her from my website, and she dropped nothing but gems. Like, that was the interview I had to print that out. Come on. So, you I know just, what? Yes. I, I love her. Like, I just, I don't know, like, for me, like, a lot of the celeb-type people, like, they're just like, eh, okay, but to a certain extent, they're kind of unrelatable to me, but Erica is 
in her 20s. She's in her grind and she's literally making that impact. And she still has that humble spirit, the spirit of support that I just find people don't have. So I, and I want to shout her out too, because that's like how people get on, on interviews and they say the same people over and over again. And it's like, no, let me give somebody yes. else some shine. So, yeah, she like, is, is my everything. <laughs> I'm I'm sitting here like and while you're talking like I'm I'm looking at Mercy stuff like on her stuff too I'm like oh my goodness like and that's the beautiful thing about when you're connected with one person you don't know how many other people you can potentially connect with too but that's not why you made the connection you truly make the connection because you are genuinely aligned with that person's brand you are learning more about their purpose and the mission of their brand and you're trying to learn something from them so when you create a business relationship people forget this that you just when you get because I know that me and you can have a conversation about things like because honey I can talk beauty makeup foundation all day every day and I'm just I'm sitting here like yes Urban Decay yes Matt but we can also switch that conversation and talk about unique brand propositions talk about social media marketing and branding how to make your unique footprint in the social media space and those are powerful relationships because you know that there's a balance right so how do you strike that balance in life and in your relationship? So how can you, like, what's, what is the important thing like when you are, whether you're actively seeking mentorships or you're actively seeking friendships in this space, what would be like a few do's and don'ts when you're trying to, when you're trying to build that out? Um, hmm. So let's see, I would say one would be when you reach out, reach out to people, like be genuine about the reaching out, you know, like yes. I... And I would say because to be transparent, to be honest, I want to be honest here, like when it came to my bit, my business and my blog, like I honestly didn't reach out to a lot of people, mainly because people were reaching out to me and I was just lucky that they were great people. And it went from there, you know, uh, like the founder right. of 2020, Ariel Lopez, adore her. She's making moves in tech that nobody else is making and she's killing it. You know, she reached out to me on LinkedIn, you know, and at that right. time she was still a coach for General Assembly. And now this girl is all up in Forbes. And it's like, you know, like I'm fortunate enough to say that me and her talk once a year, you know, like I'm on the phone, just in-depth kind of deal. You know, we just go back and forth. So people reach out to me, but now I'm in cosmetics and I'm trying to network with other cosmetics owners. And the success that I've had is when I've sent notes, like quickly introduce myself, like I don't give a whole bio, right. I quickly introduce myself and then I let them know why I'm reaching out, like, hey, I saw I came across your business, I think what you're doing is dope, I'm just looking for genuine new friends, account, business accountability partners, um, you know, would love to just get to know you a little bit more, like, and, like, people have this so receptive, and I also put in an email that I'm not trying to tell them anything, because, right. obviously, I have a whole other business, and what I found is a lot of business coaches have been using these types of emails to get people on the phone and then try to sell them these thousand dollar programs. So some people have right. takes in their mouth when it comes to coaches because they're like, Oh, you're probably trying to pitch me and I'm like, Please no, yes, yes. I'm I'm trying to sell you nothing. I'm not trying to offer you no free advice that you don't want. You know, like I'm Come on. just interested journey because I learn more from people's journeys and experiences and we can just grow together. Um and, yes. and I've actually past 20 30 minutes of your time over Skype, Google Hangout or Facebook, whatever works for you. And that has always gotten me responses. Like people could just sense in the notes that I'm genuine and I'm very clear about what I want. You know, I'm asking for a call. Here's what I'm asking for and here's who I am with hyperlink to my work in case you want to see it. Right. Oh but you like yeah. 
you know, the, and, and, oh my goodness, and I don't want to end on this note, but I do have to get this one thing out. And, and that's why when I come into the space or you come into the space, I don't automatically say I'm a coach because I don't want people to think I'm also, I'm also selling them on something because I don't have to sell you anything because what I've been selling to you or what I've been giving to you for free for all these years is my expertise, is my branding knowledge, is the fact that I am so giving of myself as far as like knowledge and whatever I know, whatever I can teach and empower you with, I'm going to share that with you. So what would be like, I would love to end the call with your business mission or your philosophy. What has been your philosophy as far as like when you've launched this cosmetic line, the fact that you are in the works of launching your book in the next month or so, and the fact that you are continuing to expand your brand worth and your brand knowledge and your brand wish, what would be your brand philosophy so my philosophy is and this is going to sound probably like cliche but it's not so I always say feel the fear and launch it anyway and the reason why the reason why that's my philosophy is fear has held me back too many times granted I'm still in my prime I'm still 26 I got a little bit of time but I personally feel like if I had started sooner earlier been a little bit more bold I'd be way farther along than I am now yeah, and it wasn't definitely. finance held me back it wasn't people it was my own head so mm. literally I had my first coaching program I made notebooks for my clients and the cover said feel the fear and, do, and launch it anyway right so and that was me encouraging them. And so that's what I told myself. I put myself on the timeline for this for Life of a Bombshell Cosmetics. I said, this company needs to be launched by the end of Q1. For, for my book, Bombshell of All Trades, this needs to be done and proof in your hand by the end of Q1. Because I had yes. been BSing too long on them. So I had to be on an aggressive deadline. I'm not going to give myself the luxury mm-hmm. of more time when I've wasted an entire year. And both of those things were done by the end of Q1. Life of a Bombshell Cosmetics um, officially opened to the public April 7th of this year, and my book um, is available for pre-order, and it will officially be published on June 12th of this year. So those were things where I had to get over myself and just do it. I have someone who normally charges thousands of dollars for her author support services who was doing it for me for free, you know? Wow. I right. had someone on Facebook reach out to me and say, I actually have posted in the Facebook group, I was looking for someone that had already started a cosmetics business to give me some insight on how to do it because Google was not helping. And I said, I will barter with you. I will give you um, social media support. Like I'll either give you like a social media strategy or I'll help you write your social media for X amount of time in exchange. Because I know nothing in this world is free, right? There is no free lunch, it's economic principle. So, Come on now, um, right, come on. Talk to me and my DMs just gave me all the tea. It's like, yeah, I just want to see you win. So here you go. <laughs> and then everything fun. Like those things don't happen just because. Like that's a higher power, you know. Yes. Um. Yes. So that I say, feel the fear and launch it anyway. Because, girl or man, listening to this, the first iteration of your business is gonna be trash anyway. I'm sorry to tell you that it's not gonna be perfect. If you look at every successful millionaire and billionaire, they always say they failed a handful of times before they became successful. Do you think Come on. the founder of 
LinkedIn Reed Huffman was happy with the first version of LinkedIn. Do you think Mark Zuckerberg is proud of what that first iteration of Facebook looks like? And look how yes. many times these brands have reinvented. Look how many times Pepsi has shifted their branding. How many times Coca-Cola has shifted and added new flavors? You will continue to grow. You will continue to develop. And you will continue to reinvent and adjust. But you being afraid of, you know how we, you know how we do. I want it to be right. I want be perfect. I don't want to halfway. Yes. So you'd rather not halfway do it than do it. At, you'd rather not do it at all than halfway do it. And then the other rebuttal is, how the heck are you going to know what is right if you don't put anything out there? Because remember, the business is not about you. It's about your client and your audience. If your audience, yes. if you're, and you'll see, it's, you can run an experiment. Okay, run a series of experiments in your business and see where they respond and where you get crickets. That tells you how to shift your strategy and where you should put your focus. Mm. If your audience don't want it, don't put it out. But you are not going to know that from writing in your notebook all night, boo. You just not. Right. Yes. So that's you why have to. Yes. My book, that's why my book is written the way it is. It's not simply a book that's just lecturing at you. It's it's half book and then half business plan, and it tells you. Everything you need to know to run a profitable side hustle from marketing, finances, blogging, branding, everything. And then it gives you space to actually create your own plan with spaces to implement dates, to forecast your revenue, everything, so that you then will walk around with this in your bag. Like, I got my plan and I'm implementing it. That's the exact reason why that book is like that. Because too many times I find my clients will read my books or my blogs or my ebooks or they'll watch my classes but they'll just sell the information well now i'm forcing you to, to create your ideas yes. um, to come on you to make the mold and fit to your business so to sum it up build the fear and launch it anyway yes yes when i tell you when i go back and i'm going i'm going to like edit this i'm going to be saying yes and screaming the whole time because you dropped major gems and i'm just so blessed that i could be the one that's like yes you're so right because everything you are saying is a testament to my personal life a testament to maybe a piece of life that i've shared with a client that they share with me and i really i really it's just amazing because i'll be 26 uh next week so i'm just like I had to concentrate on myself too. It's like we're so young. There's so much more life to to um, to give and to to live and to learn. So this is going to be, honey. I can't wait to see us at 36 because we really gonna be back right. then. <laughs> I'm Absolutely. so excited. Yes, I agree. Well, thank you. you so much, Queen. Like this has been a fantastic session, and I know that folks are going to be like lit. Um, if you wouldn't mind, direct us to your social media. Where can we follow you? Okay, so my social media is my first name, Kashira. I'm K-Y-S-H-I-R-A across platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all of that jazz. If you're interested in cosmetics and that's your thing, you can follow at Life of a Bombshell on Instagram and Facebook. Um, our website is lifeofabombshell.com. My blog is thisishermovement.com. My brand agency is thekssmgroup.com. But they, the, the KSM group and her movement, they both interlink to each other. So it's fine if you forget one or the other. Um, and then the link to my book as well as my new journal is on thisishermovement.com as well. And it's called Bombshell of All Trades. And it has a companion journal called From the Desk of a Bombshell. Yes, yes, lit. It's going to be lit. I'm so excited. Thank you so much, Queen. I'm going to let you go. 
Um, but I just, I know this is going to be one of my favorites. I mean, I have I have a lot of favorites. This is going to be one of my favorites because we see eye to eye on so many things. <laughs> Absolutely. A kindred spirit. <laughs> 